Hello and welcome to episode six of Rank Up, a fortnightly on-page SEO podcast where we talk about technical SEO, content optimization, search engine news, and much more. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Gary, and I'm joined once again by my regular co-host, Ed Wilson. Still doing all right, Ed? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, we're going to crack on this conversation with Sean. Um, so yeah, really excited to get involved yeah, I'm really excited about this episode too. So we won't spend too long on the intro bit. Uh, but Sean, are you still are you still doing okay? Still undisturbed by your children? Still quiet for now. Yeah, all good. Are you still at the standing the standing desk? Yep, yep. Back feeling good. Feeling. feeling nice. I wish I could say the same for my back. During the last episode, I sort of hunched forward in my chair gradually, which isn't good. I need to relax. I need to relax back again. <laughs> well. Today we are going to be uh, going into our main segment that we brought Sean onto the podcast for. So as we said in the last episode, uh, we're now splitting uh, our recording sessions into two episodes, uh, one which will cover various news topics and uh, cover a sort of variety of things that we've found interesting over the past few weeks. Uh, and the other one, which is what we're doing now, uh, will be the main segment where we'll talk to our guest about something that uh, they're particularly interested in or as a sort of particular feature of their career. Um, and we'll get some insights from them uh, where we dive a bit deeper into a particular topic. Um, so today, that topic that uh, Sean was quite keen to talk about was um, really kind of broadly speaking, what what has and hasn't changed um, over the years that he's been working in the industry. Um, we thought this would be pretty good with Ed as well, as Ed and Sean have been in for a similar time in the industry, as far as I'm aware, and probably have some different perspectives as well. Um, and we thought we'd break that down a little bit into the SEO strategy side of things. So um, what stayed the same and what's changed over that time in terms of what works and what doesn't. Um, but also, we, if we have time, we'll go into a bit of some sort of agency delivery and agency life as well and just see has that sort of agency client relationship changed much over time and, and does that practical side of things look different now? So we hope that this is useful, whether you're uh, an SEO professional within an agency or, or whether you work in-house and maybe you've worked with an agency in the past, maybe you're currently working with one now. Uh, but hopefully this is quite an interesting insight into where the industry is now and, and how it's got to this point. So Sean and Ed, I'm going to sort of be interviewing both of you because, uh, we, we sort of, Ed, we do want to get your opinion on this as well. So I thought we'd kick this off with a question uh, to both of you. Um, which would just be, it'd be a great idea to get a sense of what your career in digital marketing has been like so far. Um, so you can spend a, spend a couple of minutes each on this if you need to, because I think it'd be good to go slightly more in depth than the snapshot we normally get from our guests. Um, and really just if you can kind of summarize it in maybe the milestones, what, what brought you into digital marketing in the first place and what was your sort of first position? And then how have you progressed uh, to where you are today? Okay. Can we start Sean, do you wanna do you wanna kick us off? Yeah, okay then. Um, thinking back, this is this is tough because I, I find it hard to remember any time um, <laughs> or the last six years. Um, yeah. When kids were born, it all seems like a bit of a blur. But going back, um, my my first sort of intro to digital marketing was I guess I had like a more of a general marketing role at the time. I worked for a, a, a company which was then called the uh, National Federation of Anglers, which was at Ooh. the time, yeah, like the governing body for fishing in the UK. Okay. Um, a bit strange, actually. I, I don't know if I fell into that role. It was kind of a marketing exec, so it was sort mm -hmm. of a supporting role to their marketing manager. 
Uh, and at the time it was supporting with things like the management of their membership database and helping with some email news shots and this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but coincidentally, at the time they were going through a merger with several other bodies within the uh, sort of fishing world. Yeah. Uh, and with that uh, came the requirement for a new website. So sort of accidentally, really, I became involved with, with that project. Um, and within that, there was a remit for sort of editing the website, uploading content. And then that was really my first exposure to SEO because when, when we're uploading content, we're having to think. Of, I remember having like a um, like a one pager with the different elements of like a web page. Uh, yeah. And their importance. So it'd be like title type, important. Uh, yeah. Heading important, and it was graded the levels of importance. So that was my first real sort of exposure to to SEO. And I worked in that role for probably just over a year. Um, unfortunately, at that time I was made redundant, and then I got a temporary role working, um, I guess, more in like an IT IT support. Yeah. And then from there, uh, once that sort of temp contract expired, uh, I moved to agency side, which is actually where I met Ed because uh, we were working in the same agency um, all those years ago. don't know when it was. Ed, do you remember? But, um, yeah, we worked at an agency in Nottingham. Spent probably a couple of years there and then moved on to another agency in Nottingham, about four years there, and then uh, on to Impression where I've been for the last sort of four years. So you, you mentioned in the last episode that you did, you'd done a few sort of different things within that agency capacity. You mentioned you did a bit of PPC management and stuff in there as you sort of gained experience in different areas. Can you just give a bit of a, a summary as best you remember it of that sort of progression? Was it quite early on that you were, that you were doing a bit of PPC management and kind of doing a bit of everything and then did it get a bit more specialized or did yeah or did you start very much just in seo and then do a bit more as you went on i think it was a bit of a mix but the role had agency side the first the first role had agency side was i think our title was something like web dynamics the team was web dynamics but um okay i'll do this in more detail because i'm sure ed's got got some uh, stories yeah those times but we were um essentially i guess the business model that this department had at the time was to work with um businesses in specific sectors say mm -hmm like a windscreen repair company uh, and then we build websites or we websites built off of templates basically where we then target them towards many different locations across the the uk or the regional the regional area mm -hmm. uh, and then we promote those through um, i guess lower level ppc campaigns mainly on like the search network um, and make sure obviously that when the sites were going live they had things like title tags the copy was accurate etc so it was i guess it was just churning out these websites essentially <laughs> the template and then um running some some advertising alongside them mm. yeah is that where you would say was it in that role that you kind of first started to to really learn sort of seo as it applies more broadly obviously you had a bit of exposure in that first role you mentioned but did yeah. you add that knowledge over the years yeah 100 percent. i mean i remember going for the interview um at, at this agency and as i said i had some exposure to seo um from previous roles in terms of like website admin but yeah. i'll be quite honest at that point when i was asked the question do you know what the difference between on and off page seo is you know, it, it seems obvious now, but I was like, oh, I'm not quite sure. I'm sure I can, I'm sure I can take a guess. But yeah. I had been sort of exposed to the theory, I guess, of SEO. 
I just yeah. was trying to do it. And I wasn't really sort of in tune with the industry. I'd not done too much reading. It was kind of just all on the job. So yeah, yeah when I moved agency side, that's really when I sort of started getting exposure to, well, I guess, first of all, working with um, people with a good level of experience in search or digital or web. Yeah. Uh, and then also just having to kind of, having that exposure to, I guess, the industry and the, the, the news and the theory. That's when I really started sort of, um, I guess, pick up my knowledge and, and yeah. my interest. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely revisit, I think, a fair bit of the, the specifics of that. But before we do, we'll just get the same from you, Ed. Uh, yeah. What has your sort of career been like so far? I think I, I fell into it from a really early age. I think the first um, time I learned about kind of website traffic and websites is when I was trying to make money off the internet when I was like 14, 15. Um, yeah. <clears throat> then I I used the AdSense um Google, uh, yeah, Google AdSense to try and generate money. I just basically popped up websites, used spun content from financial uh, websites to basically, that was the the highest paying in terms of cost per click. So, and then I'd yeah. generate traffic and scale to these websites. Um, I, I think I sent, got around 40 or 50 pounds per month, which was good, like pocket money when you were like 14, 15. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, <laughs> they sent it out in checks as well. So I was able to get that money but um then they switched it and then also had sense gamer they basically used to give uh yeah approval to any website back then but then they started uh, denying access so ultimately that fell off yeah. um funnily enough i went to i went to college uh after school just to like do it but the i wasn't really planning to go to university i worked in a, a factory but because i was the only person in the factory that was young and also uh, had knowledge of the internet they asked me to yeah. build a company website so i did it through there and then through that I, I thought i want to get in this i found it fun and interesting uh, i then went to university um and then i remember yeah, the, the company that Sean mentioned there, they came in and spoke to us around SEO and PPC. I had no idea, well, based, I knew obviously through Google AdSense, so I had some aware of, but I didn't know companies actively invested in these these channels um, and, and was interested mm -hmm. by that. So yeah, very, as Sean mentioned, we used to do <laughs> really kind of scaled websites across exact match domains and um, initially on launch of the websites by a few links for these as well. Uh, from there, mm -hmm. I did a bit of affiliate marketing as well with an American sports company, but um, worked, yeah, following that agency, I also worked down in London. Um, so getting a, uh, that was, I guess, my first um, experience of working with bigger clients, um, which was good. Mm -hmm. um, before going in-house at a, um, a company in Nottingham, which was a, uh, an interesting experience because, uh, again, very similar to my first job that was dealing with a lot of link issues at the time so although i was buying links at mm. the, the first agency in this in-house role i was removing links because <laughs> they were under penalty across oh, the so um but yeah from there i think before joining the impression i started to uh get involved in more of the technical side of seo um i think that's i think i've mentioned before on this podcast i feel like it's because i i was um i I grew up with kind of SEO was understanding how robots crawl websites and things like that. So therefore my interest has always been naturally gravitated to exploring algorithms, trying to, um, yeah, back then explore them, but now trying to, you know, possibly <laughs> gain from them. So, um, uh, yeah, I feel like that's how I've swayed to the technical side of things, but that's, yeah, I guess the yeah. short of how I've got to where I am now. Yeah. 
I do particularly enjoy your story of how you got into digital marketing with all the AdSense stuff first. I think <laughs> impression at least you're quite unique in that. And I think whenever you whenever you do any training sessions and stuff or give us a bit of insight into it, it's always it's always a hit, I think. <laughs> well, we'll go into uh, some of the actual sort of SEO uh, kind of strategic uh, practicalities now, because I think hopefully that will be some stuff that's really valuable for people doing SEO right now. Uh, as well as just a bit of an interesting look into how things have changed. Uh, and I know, Sean, when you first mentioned this topic, you were quite keen to focus on um, kind of what still works. Uh, and you, you mentioned it in the last episode as well when we were talking about guest posting and category content and how it's funny that we're still having those conversations. So I suppose that that's the starting point. What What for you guys is still the same as it has always been? Hmm. I guess... I guess if we start with sort of what maybe has changed significantly on a broader scale, I'd yeah. say like perhaps, yeah, one thing is the technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both that we have available internally and that sort of search engines are using. And I think that sort of sort of steered the way in which we work. But in terms of things that still are effective, I think it can be these. I don't know, we obviously kind of talk about it in a facetious way that it is sort of technical content and links <laughs> um but i'd say that that is still still true uh, i know again that's, that's really broad but we we know that um on our landing pages we need to include optimized page titles that target keywords we've spoken about the need to include keyword focused co content um and then we we know as well that um links still work um i think that probably the i think within all three of those areas technical content and links it's just it's just got much more multifaceted. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say, and maybe Ed can expand on this, but from what I've seen, I guess technical is probably the area that's developed the quickest in line with, as I said, yeah. the development of like search engine technology and the sort of um, way that sort of websites are built and work and within the way in which sort of Google crawls and understands websites. I think the technology is really sort of pushed things forward, but the fundamentals of technical content and links still... <laughs> Still remain, yeah. still work. I also think, in terms of back then, we it was quite. <laughs> we used to just do things purely for search engine robots, so we didn't yeah. even care about the way that the users once landed on the page, what impact that had, you know, how bad that copy looked or anything <laughs> like that. You kind of just ignored that. Fortunately, yeah. they did convert back then because I think every website was uh, of that nature. But I feel yeah. like there will always be the. I know like everyone says focus on the user, focus on the user, but I feel like working with an SEO strategy, you will always want to understand how a search engine robot understands that page. And there will be an element of yes, so you know, optimize towards your users. That should always be the core of it. But ultimately, what's efficient for robots as well of understanding the content and exploring the website. So I feel that although I think we're we're geared more towards uh marketing our content for user consumption there will always be uh, in my mind that focus on um understanding what search engine robots can pick up on as well and what they feel like are, are important to but even that user-centric focus has ultimately been driven by what search engines are looking for really yeah because yeah. if if google had never sort of progressed in the way that it has let's say penguin and panda the, yeah. the major algorithm updates for content and links hadn't been introduced and it was still more or less the same as it was 10 years ago or even further back, 
we we wouldn't be talking about being user centric now. We'd still be doing exactly the same thing. It's not it's not out no. of the goodness of our hearts that, that we're doing this. No, but, yeah, it's. I think yeah, the algorithms have made us go that way. But I also feel like another reason why it's probably shifted that way is due to um, SEO as a channel becoming more and more appealing towards businesses and how that's okay. growth. Because I feel like back in the day when me and Sean were doing SEO, we didn't have any communication with other like departments um, in terms of like PPC or uh, the design. I mean, we spoke to like uh, webs uh, the people building the website in terms of recommendations, but I don't feel like there was that level of integration. I think as as a channel, as a, a SEO, you know, organic soap has, has grown, we've become more integrated and therefore we are a big part of the conversation. And when we're working with other teams as well, so like UX uh, developers mm. and everything like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think on the technology side, even something like Google Analytics um, mm. and the way that that's developed, that, that sort of really helped from a strategic perspective you know the, the level of data that we can get out of GA. i know for a long time now it's been really established but thinking back what was it like 2005 or something when ga was officially launched which in the grand scheme of things isn't like all that long ago and no. at that point i'd probably only really been exposed to seo for sort of three two or three years so the fact that you know google analytics came out i guess a year or two after i'd started working in a marketing capacity shows where how things were and how things things have quickly changed and how like having that advancement in technology and um that access to data has really sort of changed the way we think about search in general yeah i mean i think these algorithms although we always kind of <laughs> sometimes rip into google i feel like these algorithms have shifted the web in a a good direction i feel like yeah. we are it's it's encouraged to produce more useful content where and not spammy content and you can certainly see that i mean you'll always see the often search result where you think how the hell is this ranking um and that i don't think will ever change but i think um yeah certainly i feel like just through interacting with search results on a day-to-day -day basis outside of work i feel like I, I can see the quality that it's encouraged websites to yeah in terms of helping users mm. do you think do you think seo played a part in that change because uh, from what i understand sort of earlier on seo was was a bit more exploitative of google yeah. it was almost like you would kind of understand how it worked and kind of play the game yeah where and then did, did google have to respond to that i think i think to an element it I, i'd like to think it had but i also think just the shift in um people as the technology has evolved similar to what sean said i think mobile phones probably helped us that because uh, i think people's attention spans have gotten shorter like the introduction of like social media with like snapchat and instagram media is a lot more digestible so therefore i feel like um we people are a lot uh I guess less less forgiving um and that landing mm. on the website they want that content straight away or that that purpose to buy a product or anything like that so i feel like it's probably due to mostly due to like, i think technology because yeah people are more expectant of websites now so i feel like that that evolution and um the innovation of other websites has probably propelled and set standards for across the web but yeah i feel like yeah certainly i think from an seo perspective any important website invests in in seo and therefore mm. yeah it's probably helped it yeah encourage that shift as well mm, i yeah. think search just so much more ingrained like in everyone's lives now even you know 
know, it's the right way to phrase it, but like the older generation, even my, my dad now is in his sort of mid sixties. Mm. He's sort of, you know, he's like, he's, I don't know if it's typical or not for people in the mid sixties, but he was talking the other day about how now he thinks it's amazing that he can go online and find the cheapest product. Whereas he wouldn't have done that even sort of three or four years ago. So it's yeah. almost like everyone at all ages is accessing yeah. the internet to discover products, services, holidays, any, anything. It's sort of, yeah. again, that's driven by, by technology, I guess, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I also find it so interesting as well, because I think, again, I, we, I guess we, the way that search results look to us were like 10 blue links. And I think I still surprised it, get surprised by this today and maybe I shouldn't because uh, of my role but I feel like I was I was sat next to my mum a few months ago and she was shopping online and she searched um I think she was looking to buy a dress or something like that and the way she defaulted the search she went straight to images I was like what the hell are you doing <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it, I think it's that interesting consideration that although I think we've spoken back on the uh, the episode with Paul in terms of the SERP layout, I feel like yeah. we need to be aware of that. There are different uh, browsing methods within search now, which I think is probably shifted more so. Like I think image search will also become more and more useful towards people, um, mm. especially in the e-commerce uh, e search. I think that's uh, going to be another interesting development over the next few years and something that's come uh, improved uh, yeah, in past months and years yeah. too. There was a Google test that um, I put on our internal chat a couple of days ago. I think I saw it on Search Engine Roundtable, maybe. I saw the news, but there was um, someone on Twitter had spotted a Google test of, of text snippets in image search, mm. um, which, and, and, you know, Google tests these things because on some level it sees a need for it. Yeah. And that, that makes sense, I think, with what, with what you were saying with the way your mum searched. If image search is quite an important channel for for consumers, mm -hmm. then it makes sense to put some text snippets that come up with images and provide opportunities to continue that search journey potentially. Yeah. So what, I don't know if you can sort of summarize some things, but I think it would be good to hear just from your personal perspective and the things that have impacted your work the most. Um, what are some of the big changes that you've seen? I know we've mentioned things like Google Analytics and some of the sort of general Google changes, but can you remember anything that really sort of came in and forced you to rethink strategies or or that you sort of see as quite big turning points in SEO from a sort of practical agency perspective? For yeah, for sure. Year? I think you already mentioned previously, like the Panda update. That was a huge one. Yeah. Um, and I guess the introduction of um, quality-based algorithm updates i think obviously now they're fully ingrained within google's algorithms almost mm. in real time um but i guess the first panda update when was that like 2012 i'm going to say maybe I don't right. around about then yeah and that's when we ed and i were working at this uh, this agency and that that obviously that process of putting up exact match domains with bought links and uh, yeah. on content etc didn't favor very well with panda update i remember uh us scrambling around because overnight yeah a ton of websites had just lost loads of traffic and then we were looking at like well what can we do to get them back we buy new domains put them on different servers and then yeah. things eventually settled on like well this is just you know we're just gonna have to go pay-per-click paid paid search only yeah <laughs> it just killed it killed that sort of model um, yeah. from then on um it, it's really just perhaps as Zed said. Um, 
made us think much more about the user, about the content, about the quality. Um, and that, 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 as I say, was a, a huge turning point that I can, I can think of. Yeah, I'd say that's the same for me. I think that overnight um, launch of, I think, the initial Penguin algorithm was very similar to Wolf of Wall Street when that stock market crashed and they all managed to stop and they just all stare at the thing. I think coming in the next day, I was scared for my job at the time. Um, and I think it made us reevaluate, you know, at my point, especially from a personal perspective, what's what's next for SEO? Because I think we were yeah. just, all we knew about back then was just popping up these exact match domains, buying links, and then seeing the performer at position one, and then seeing that change overnight was quite scary. But ultimately, I feel like yeah, that initial penguin update and then the panda algorithm update from following it, and then also just future live uh, variations of that. So I think it was penguin four point oh, um, yeah. ensuring more quality control. I think that's that's. Some of the biggest things that's i guess impacts that i've seen in the seo industry um that was really yeah. at the time i was thinking wow this yeah something's changing here yeah i find it interesting to think personally because I, I came into seo in i think it was 2016 when i started working with impression i think um and obviously that was after a lot of these updates had time to bed in um yeah. I think sort of since I've joined, there's been some other stuff. We've seen sort of mobile first and things, but a lot of these content quality updates and link quality updates would were ingrained already. Yeah. And kind of the, I, it makes me wonder, like, would I have would I have wanted to work in SEO and would I have stuck with SEO had I sort of been joining five or six years earlier? Um, yeah. So much of my role has been focused at like I'm an English. I was an English student, so it's sort of focused on the content side and kind of writing quality content was one of the first things I really did at Impression. But, you know, had I been joining at another point in time, that that might not have been um, not have been required at all or to a lesser extent. Um, yeah. I think so with I, these, I think with these like these these algorithm updates, what they have done, I mean, although it was quite fun back then seeing the impact of that, because it was <laughs> it got a bit quite underground. What it has done there, I think, has brought more satisfaction to your work because you'll know mm. you're actually contributing towards a positive side of the web rather than just releasing spam. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. But then it's also, um, I think from, um, it's I think SEOs, um, it has allowed SEOs to understand more marketing channels as well. So mm. develop more broader skill sets. I mean, since gravitating towards the more technical side, I've had you know more learning of coding and JavaScript and things like that. So that's benefited me in there. Whereas I guess from your side, Ben, you've learned more around like the consumption of content on, and writing and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had things from my degree sort of come in handy that I never thought would as well. Um, yeah. When I was doing an English degree, I never thought that the stuff I was doing around the psychology of language would be particularly yeah. applicable. But as soon as it, the most recently, the things I remember was when um, w was with the sort of BERT updates and a lot of the kind of entity stuff that came out around uh, maybe a year or two ago. Um, and suddenly it was like, hang on, these AI models are using the same sort of language psychology techniques and models that I learned about in my degree. And I, I found that quite cool at the time. It's like the, the industries at this point, but that is that's quite an that, that's an incredibly advanced thing for Google to be doing when you think about it. Every area, every sort of core area that we've, we've mentioned, technical content and links, it's just got much more granular. Because I remember there was a time where I perhaps felt confident in um, running a technical audit, writing some content to achieve a ranking for a particular keyword, and perhaps even um, 
I guess, link building. Um, yeah. As it was known back then, it goes in different guises now, as we know. Uh, and then alongside that, also managing paid campaigns. Just to think that I was sort of focusing on all four of those things for any one client <laughs> at a certain point in time now is I can't really comprehend it because yeah. within each one of those areas, it's so granular that I think that you know, we recognized that impression. I'm sure it's similar across many agencies. Is the need to sort of specialize and have individuals that are really kind of geared towards those areas, whilst I yeah. think and sort of have a broad understanding or, or, or an understanding of each area and channel it's almost impossible for one person to do each really really well yeah definitely i mean yeah even in the time i've been in the industry i think i've seen that change just with impression doing specialisms for the first time and it, it seems like that's all become a lot more of a focus even within the last three four years mm -hmm. one more one more quick question on the seo side before i think we do want to chat a bit about kind of more just agency life and, and agency and client relationships and things for the last sort of few minutes. But one more question I had is there's a lot of fads in SEO and you see a lot of sort of flash in the pan trends and you'll get a buzzword for a couple of months that then will go away again. And not everything sticks, but is there anything you can think of, you know, really recently within maybe the last year or two at most that, that you think is only really starting to stick now and has maybe changed things again and sort of been, been the most recent push for the industry that you think is even now changing the way that we work? Um, do you want to go first, Sean, or shall I? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm on the spot. Um, uh, I can... Old question. I guess um, from my perspective, and it's something that's only got launched around like a few weeks ago, I think um, the mobile first approach, so we know that mobile first mm. came out around two years ago, um, there was that initial response that page um, speed is going to be a ranking factor um, moving forward within mobile first but then most recently I feel like the web core vitals that yeah. focuses on some key metrics that I feel really represent uh, user behavior and I feel like that is a, a another good shift and I think we're seeing some websites now especially some web recipe websites where pop-ups are come in videos being displayed mm. uh, content shifting all over the place while you're trying to scroll down it's it's frustrating and yeah. i feel like things like this especially some of the metrics that are being introduced where it analyzes that behavior where content's being shifted all over the place or that actually we're going to be focused on when big content is loaded now um that's going to be an important part um, especially i guess within tech and uh, tech seo but also like mm. usability that we're actually focused on metrics that users actually are experiencing and maybe having frustrations with so from my side i feel like that's going to be a key part in the next 12 months of adopt looking at these um looking at um these metrics and analyzing them and also using yeah chrome user experience reports yeah. to understand how that's performing too so i feel like that's going to be a core focus within my area but it's also going to help deliver a better web because we're going to have less frustrating experiences yeah, we'll, we'll have to make a note to talk about that in the next news episode. I can't believe we missed it out on the last one. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, on that, like, I wouldn't say any of those things I've mentioned were perhaps ever considered as a fad, but I think the step changes yeah. when Google starts injecting this data directly mm -hmm. into their sort of platforms for you to view, like search yeah. and GA. Because prior yeah. to that, you might have thought, okay, yeah, page speed mobile first. It's been talked about. We know it's kind of important. Um, and we will get around to looking at it. But with Google sort of giving you that, that information directly in your data sets it's almost saying you need to look at this um, yeah. and it's i guess there's i'd like to see more i guess in terms of i know this is 
a widely debated issue, but the sort of theory of EAT, which I know even at Impression we've had debates on, is it a thing? And debate rages on in in the industry. Um, But, you know, I think a a positive step from Google would be to implement even more signals into GA and Search Console for webmasters and and search marketers to review to ensure they are meeting specific standards I guess across yeah. um, content and link-based um, strategy because we, mm. we're getting more of that now in, in terms of tech, but it still feels a lot of the uh, on-page and off-page uh, elements of search are a little bit sort of cloak and dagger from Google's perspective, and we're almost guessing as to what a lot of these things like EAT might mean. I think we know yeah. that, that you know it's never. And again, t- talking things that have never really changed. It's, the old kind of saying of right quality content for your users. It's like, yeah, okay, well, we've known that for the last sort of 15 years. Um, what does it actually look like? How are you measuring this? And uh, mm. how can we actively sort of improve upon what we've already got? I think that's sort of, yeah, the, the missing part, I think, um, or something that really add value for, for us as search. Yeah. Oh, no, I definitely think, agree. I think, yeah, I think to where Search Console was to where it is now, it's improved. I feel like it's been very slow progress, but as Sean mentioned, I think. The, the things that they have started including, even though even in most recent years with like index coverage reports and also um, explaining why uh, the ability to inspect euros now, I feel like that's helped us a lot, especially with auditing. But mm. I feel like, yeah, they, there's um, I think there's a long way to go with that. I think most recently Bing have done a great job of updating their um their search console and that they're providing more and more information. I wish, I, you know, I hope for Google to get to that that place where they provide as much data as possible to really help us guide, you know, where we should be with our websites. Mm. It'd be, be good. To, I think there's always going to be a balance because one of the things I think we've all acknowledged that we enjoy is sort of that analysis, scoping out mm-hmm. the opportunity. So we do, you know, don't get me wrong, we've got an enormous amount of data at our fingertips and then there is an onus on us as humans to sort of process that and make decisions um and i think that'll always remain it'd just be nice to have a little bit more of the steer i guess on or at least more coming out uh, i guess and available to, to help mm-hmm. us guide our strategies from, from sort of an on-page and an off-page perspective yeah definitely so we got about well about five minutes left um so before we finish i just want to get probably only be only got time for a couple of minutes from each of you but just uh, on the agency sort of agency client relationship side of things i think it would be interesting to hear maybe how that's changed as well because i think something that i've maybe got a sense of but you've probably seen to a larger extent is um probably is just how much information is out there um i imagine and correct me if i'm wrong but i imagine that clients are generally more informed um now than they would have been um so you know have you seen anything changed in that dynamic and um i suppose really the key question for now is is what sort of relationship do you find to to be the best like what what do you find and make the most sort of constructive client relationships that you have it's an interesting one because i think um i don't know if i'm speaking from my own experience or if it's the way in which the industry has changed but one thing i've noticed across obviously impression and then um i've seen it happening in other agencies where we're starting to introduce um specific individuals into roles where there's a real focus on client services yeah uh, and client relationships uh, to bridge that gap between i guess like the technical output and the the kind of customer experience um, yeah. as i say it's i'm sure a lot of agencies have maybe had that in place for a long time um but it's definitely something that there feels like there's more of an onus on now and naturally as well because 
I guess in terms of what we're delivering, we're probably delivering a better quality of service, and with that comes an increased cost mm. for our clients. But then that in turn increases, I guess, pressure on results to an extent. But they also mm. expect the sort of best experience and service from from us when they're paying a, a premium fee, if you like. Um, yeah. I'd say that's sort of the main the main shift. I, I guess to to summarise it, it seems like there's been a fundamental shift in focus on customer experience. Mm-hmm. and delivery whereas before it was perhaps an individual or a strategist communicating directly with a client and primarily talking about um seo and search metrics like traffic <laughs> leads yeah is much broader than that now where we're trying to sort of align fully with our business and their goals that, that business's goals yeah yeah it, would you agree ed or have you seen anything else yeah, I would definitely agree with Sean. I think um, as a marketing channel, we've been more, we've become more integrated within uh, a website's overall strategy. It used to be the case that we would, you know, everything would be done and then we'd just be handed it and then we effectively get judged by the results, which is, you know, something that we still do. But I feel like there's more conversation and uh, for uh, clients to have more of understanding of the strategy. But then that that strategy is also integrated with a website's overall team. So development ux uh ppc and things like that but i also from personally speaking from a technical perspective i feel like um traditionally we used to just kind of uh, tell developers what we feel needs to be done from a crawling and indexing perspective however that right rightly or wrongly that kind of may have um gave us a bad name in terms of like web you know web teams or anything like that where they get you know get annoyed by the sight of, of yeah by the side of us but i feel like most recently especially over the past few years we've worked quite closely with development teams and it's actually beneficial it's a much more you know rewarding experience you get a lot more out of it and actually yeah it's it's better to have that integration where you you know that there's a shared goal and that you're both yeah both teams are trying to achieve that and on that as well i think like um you mentioned like how much the clients sort of in the know i think I'd probably agree that uh, it's much more common now for a client or a contact to be involved in those technical conversations on call yeah. with us as SEOs or search marketers and with developers so that they can you know, attempt and understand what is sort of driving the, the recommendations and how it's going to benefit their business. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we're going to have to leave it there, unfortunately, although I think we, we could talk about this topic for, for even longer, but I know we've all got another meeting to go to now. So, um, we will we will draw it to a close there, but thank you so much for your time, Sean. Um, thank you for the for the great discussions we've been able to have about um, you know agency life and and SEO over the past few years. I hope there's some stuff that's really useful for our listeners in there. Um, obviously, there's there's so much that we could have gone into, but maybe there's a few things that have sort of sparked a desire to go and find out more. And there's loads of great content about sort of developments in the industry and some of the things that we've touched on here. I think Ed and I definitely will chat a bit more about core web vitals uh, in the future because that's quite an important topic that we haven't managed to cover this month. Um, but as Ed said, will will undoubtedly be a big, big thing in the in the future. But that is everything for this week. Um, we will be back in two weeks' time uh, with another one of uh, Impressions SEO team, Helen Freeman, uh, who is the only member of our SEO team to have moved to us from the PPC team. Um, and she has a really interesting perspective that, from sort of what she's learned over the last couple of years and also in the nicest way possible has done quite a lot to uh, to make our processes more efficient, um, sort of bringing over knowledge and, and practices from PPC that have really, I think, given us a bit of a kick in SEO to improve things. So 
uh, I'm sure we're going to have some really good conversations there. Um, but if you want to find any of us uh, to talk to, you can do on Twitter uh, is the easiest place. Uh, I am at Ben J. Gary and Ed is at EdJTW. And you can also find Sean at Sean PB. That's Sean S-E-A-N. And if you can't wait for the next episode, uh, we have loads more content going live pretty much daily at impression.co.uk slash blog. Uh, there you can find all of these episodes, uh, but you'll also find written content. Uh, you'll find notices about the webinars that we're running a, a lot of at the moment. So uh, please do go and check that out and see what else is going on. Uh, and we also want to signpost you towards womenintechseo.com slash speakers. Uh, where there are loads of great authors and speakers uh, about all things technical SEO, which is obviously a big part of what we cover here at Rank Up. Uh, and we wanted to signpost you to that as another great way to find some more sort of, uh, really, really sort of fantastic professionals within the SEO industry and, and find some more content that they're producing. That will do it all. Sean, thank you so much for coming on this month again. Uh, and Ed and I will be back in a couple of weeks with your next instalment of On Page Conversation. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Sean. Bye. Oh, we'll see you soon. Bye.